0: Hello, and happy Thursday, y'all. Or it, it may be Thursday.
1: <laughs> is it Thursday? It may be. It's Thursday for us.
0: They may be on, uh, maybe they're on an elliptical, right? Mm. Or maybe they're driving along. Either shopping way.
1: store the store, shopping. Who you knows?
0: know, it's this is the internet. It's is the internet age, folks. So, hey, everybody. This is Chris McAdoo, and I'm so, so, so honored that... We are in your ears today. This is the Big Ideas Welcome Podcast. Um, thanks, as always, to the Knoxville Entrepreneur Center, a business accelerator located right in the heart of downtown Knoxville, Tennessee. And um, we, believe that, we believe in changing lives through entrepreneurship, and we believe in entrepreneurs like Krishana Wilson. So our storytelling uh, partner extraordinaire, Jalen Baker, had the chance to sit down with Krishana um, and learn about her story. Krishana was uh, part of one of the uh, the 100 Knoxville uh, cohorts of entrepreneurs recently. And, well, Jalen, tell the folks a little bit about 100 Knoxville
1: and about Krishana. Yeah. Okay. 100 Knoxville. It's a program from the Knoxville Entrepreneur Center. The goal of the program is to grow Knoxville black businesses by not $10 million in five years. Super huge goal. Um, And yeah, Krishana just recently went through the program. And honestly, talking to her was so incredible. She's just a light. She's full of life, full of passion. And I I hope that you can feel that emanating through this episode. Because in her presence, I was just like so inspired by her story. She's been through a lot of uh, really tragic experiences, a lot of loss. But she shared with me how she's been able to push through and um, use her business and just her passion to kind of be fuel to get to get through, to take care of herself, to make time for herself, to heal. Um, and so, this is a conversation about business, but it's also just about like being a human and the things that happen, the things that life throws at you. Um, just really, how how does one get through that? And so. I'm excited for y'all to learn about her, learn about her business, business, Yours Professional. She's one year into her brick and mortar location, and she's adding new services like lash extensions. So y'all need to go and check her out. Make sure to check out yoursprofessional.com. All right, y'all. Let's meet Krishana
0: Wilson. Hey, y'all. I also wanted to make sure and say thank you to our partners, First Bank, for making this episode possible. Learn more about First Bank at firstbankonline.com.
1: Sean, I'm glad to have you today. How are you? I'm doing good.
2: How are you today? I'm good. I'm good.
1: I love that you brought your tools with you. It's like, if you need to pull them out as we're talking, just feel free. You can come over here and touch me out too. <laughs> you
2: got good skin, <laughs> dog. Oh, thank you you. i'm Uh, an esthetician so i look (laughs) you
1: know you know all the secrets um yeah let's unpack that let's unpack your story so you're an esthetician you got a spa um and you focus on wellness and beauty so tell me like how you got into that lane like what was it that got you passionate about that work
2: well um i had started out um I knew I wanted to have my own business, mm-hmm. so I was doing um, nursing work at Fort Sanders, and I had prayed to God. I was like, you know what? I keep praying about walking on purpose. Uh huh. I seen that a small salon had an opening, and it was like, $10 an hour, you're going to be an assistant. Okay. I was like, you know what? I need to learn. Okay. I okay. can change my life around and live a little less for yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And then when I got into it, I was actually doing a whole nother business. I was wow. trying to decorate. Okay. And so I was like, God, how do can I use my natural talents? So I had kept finding myself, like I said, in the nursing field, in different parts of the medical field. Mm-hmm. And I realized I like taking care of people. Mm. And um, I needed a safe place, though, something that didn't emotionally drain me. Right. And I was always doing my makeup. Uh-huh. And people would ask me about doing my, uh, their makeup. And I would be like, no, 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 no. Too much, too much pressure. <laughs> I do my makeup. Right. I know my face. Yes. Yes. And so I had a friend. She was mm-hmm. going through really bad depression. Mm-hmm. And um, the week before she had um, committed suicide and stuff, mm-hmm. she had um, asked me to do her makeup. And mm-hmm. so I was like, no, I was so scared. She was like, but you can practice on me. And I really had to think about it, especially with me growing up with a grandmother, myself, that was manic depressing and bipolar okay. and schizophrenic. Mm-hmm. When somebody's going through a really hard time in their life for them to think about you. Yeah. And what she didn't know was I was going through a really hard time in my life. Mm-hmm. And so I picked up my tools and I, I was like, I took this class called Melody and Money. Okay. They said, what is it? I've heard of that. Yeah. Yes. yes. Wait, wait, I know that. She said, what is it that God naturally already gave you? Yeah. And I was like, it was my tools, but I was so scared to pick them up. Well, the pandemic hit and it hit hard. Yes, it did. And like most people, I have five kids. Mm -hmm. So I had to go home. And so I was like, oh, what do I do? I can't let my dream just end because COVID hit. Now, at this point, I figure I got to go twice as hard. Mm -hmm. So I got on my couch. And like most people during the pandemic, I started to create. Mm -hmm. And I'm a very good creator. Like, I've always had a... Creative mind. So I came out with a product line. Well, that product line came out and guess what? It did not hit. Oh, And so I I was like, God, I got to write a vision. I can't just start this business and quit. Mm -hmm. So I had wrote a list of things that I felt like I needed to do to get my business to the next level. And co-starters was at the top of my list. Okay. Okay. I applied. They did not call me. Hmm. I called them. I emailed them. They did not call me. And I was trying to do it through the over-release. So I was like, maybe that's God telling me that this ain't for me. Right. So I was working, doing makeup. My name is getting more out there. Mm-hmm. And a girl said, Hey, I want to interview you about your business. I was like, Oh, for real? She was like, Yeah, I'm with Co-Starters. Stop. What? <laughs> I said, Okay. So she comes in, she interviews me, and she tells me yeah. about what Co-Starters is teaching her. So I go down huh. and I decide, you know what, God, I'm going to try this one more time. I Google co-starters. Yes. Mind you, I didn't even realize I ended up on KEC's website. I didn't know there was a difference. <laughs> okay. And she was like, hey, we only have like a couple of spots and we're about to start. So I wow. was like, Lord, this is my last $250. <laughs> Make <laughs> it count. <laughs> I was like, what am I going to do? Uh. And I joined and I swear to you, it, that was like the best moment of my life
1: mm.
2: because it kind of reminds you of the delayed is not denial, right? Because I was exactly where I needed to be because I met Catherine, mm-hmm. and Catherine was oh, a breath of fresh air for yeah. me. Like that was the first time I had met somebody that was willing to fully answer every question hmm. and really support you. Like not, not even just doing the program afterwards. Like right. when she said, "Call me, the I'm going to help up. you." Wow, she actually called me and she helped me. Yeah, and. She got me into the 100 for program, mm-hmm. and it was crazy because I didn't even know I had gotten in, and I oh, was wow. so depressed because I had just opened my spa because she had connected me with a, a realtor, okay, and I was actually looking for one room, found okay. the whole building, and mind you, I had already had all the friends who needed the space because we were all yeah. looking at, at the same time. Yeah,
1: wow. So
2: I was like, okay, well, we got the building, but I still feel like it's some things that I don't know. So I was going to Catherine, and she was like, okay. She was like, apply for 100 Knoxville. And so I did. Mind you, I did not know I got in. The email that told me I got in went to the wrong email address. Oh, no. And I was depressed Uh. because my brother had just gotten murdered the day before. So when I met with Catherine, and she told me that I had gotten in 100 Knoxville, I don't think she realized just how much this was like Mm -hmm. saving my life. Yeah, Because I then had to take a step back. And I started learning in 100 Knoxville. It wasn't just about the business, Mm -hmm. like that self-care and stuff that I was teaching everybody else. Right. That was the biggest part about how I was going to make my business successful. Mm.
1: Wow. 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 I just, I, I'm curious how you, you've already talked about like so many things that were hitting in your life and in the lives of friends and your family, but you're still like pressing on and, like trying to build your business all at the same time. Like wh- how were you able to kind of um, take care of your, your m- mindset, your emotions? Like you said, getting into 100 Knoxville was huge, but what were the practices that you were putting in place to actually just make it through?
2: Well, I started head when we were in on um, co-starters, Jasmine came and she talked about how you introduce stress into your life. How you welcome mm. it to your life? And um, I listened to a lot of music, and like there was an artist named Tim's. Okay. And I told you, like, yep. when I'm in my dark space, I create. So I got back into what the basics for me. I connected to my music. I started connecting to my art and okay. building my business. It was actually therapeutic for me. Mm. And most people think doing work you're going to shut down, but yeah. not when it's really something you love. Because I'm a creator. So when I stop creating, mm-hmm. that's when the world kind of collapses for me. Right. So it kind of turned my pain into purpose. Yeah. And so it gave me mm. a new drive. Like it, I already had my why because of course I have a grandmother who's bipolar, manic, depressed and schizophrenic. Yeah. I dealt with depression in my life. You know what I mean? I'm watching everybody around me. I'm trying to pick up my community. Yeah. And so, but it made my why even deeper mm. because now I don't have just the responsibility of my five kids. I have the responsibility of my brother's four kids mm. and showing them. Cause even like, Listening to my little niece say, "Auntie, when I grow up, I'm gonna be a makeup artist just like you." Wow! It gives you like a new, I guess, push. Yeah. Hmm. Wow.
1: I can see how that would kind of uh, rejuvenate you and bring more uh, energy into your work. Just being able to see the impact on the next generation in your family. Yeah, That's I mean,
2: huge. I did. I did therapy because I'm a firm believer in therapy. Yes, ma'am. Come on. Meditation. Yes. Lots and lots of meditation and prayer. Like I was very realistic with myself. I allowed myself to feel my emotions. Mm -hmm. I allowed myself to, you know, even with my customers be really vulnerable. And it Mm -hmm. let me connect with people on a whole nother level because then they got to see parts of me. Right, as a full human, not yes. just the
1: girl doing your makeup.
2: And I, beforehand, I hmm. used to lock all those things away. I was like, oh, they only just need to know about my art. And I realized that I couldn't hold those things in anymore.
1: Wow. Mm. I love that. That's That makes such a huge impact. That's really, really cool. Um, how do you think that you've been able to kind of carve out your space in the makeup art industry in Knoxville, like, specifically being able to offer your services to people of color, like how have you been able to kind of take care of the unique needs of our community?
2: So with me, you know, I'm a full esthetician. Mm -hmm. So I don't just get into the makeup. I get into the skincare and um, I seek out brands and products that are specific to our skin that are healing to our skin, and not mm-hmm. just us, but outside people. And I also shop a lot of black-owned product lines. So recently, I included a, a locally black-owned product line called uh, Harrison Naturals. Okay, and I use her product lines um, when I do my facial services and things, and when I do my makeup services. Okay, I try to um, find brands that I know it hard that you can't find at Ulta, mm-hmm. but they're black-owned, like Wink for Me Cosmetics mm-hmm. or the Shapeshift Cosmetics djs beauty and then i talk to people locally about these products because it's like we don't have a table right which is where like i want to build my brand to i eventually want to have a full scale cosmetic store mm-hmm. you know like thinking like you're older, but have black owned brands because i feel like there's not a space for us right. and so i wanted to create that space because it's so hard for women of color to go and get Foundations match, mm-hmm. or when we're in school, it's hard for your teachers to teach you because honestly, they don't know and they can't right. teach you what you don't. They don't know, right? So mm-hmm. I made it my mission to purposely seek it out and find a place for it. Mm. Wow, that's awesome! It
1: also sounds like you, with your spa, have been able to like bring other artists up with you and not um, not only, like, carve your own spot, but, like, create a community of, of other women and men or people that are offering their unique services. Can you talk about, like, the community aspect of just, like, being able to have those people around you, like, what that's like?
2: Yes. So in the Bible is a verse that says that there, you know, two mm-hmm. are stronger than one mm-hmm. and three are unbreakable. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you can do everything, but you can't do anything alone. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if I just come up, if my mission is to bring my community up. So not only am I a business owner, they are, too. They just couldn't provide the space. And if God gave me the opportunity to have the space, then why not give them the opportunity? Because So right. that's now four other mothers that can take care of their children. Mm-hmm. That's four other black women in this community that now can le- legally and legitly own a business. Right. And w- if one of us mm. wins, then two of us wins. You know, it, we all it's, win. Yeah. It start becoming a trickle effect. Yeah. That's why, like I said, even getting the different black-owned product lines within a spa, mm-hmm. I'm like, bring your products to me. If they work and they're awesome, we're going to sell them. Yeah. Because you want to be able to push because people think that this doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. And even a lot of people, like, especially in the beauty industry, they feel like you have to battle each other. But actually, when you collaborate, oh, you become... Even better. Yes! Even better. (laughs) You become, like, super woman. Yeah. Because you just don't have everything. Mm Mm-hmm. So, plus, it helped, too, because had I been alone in a space, who knows? Like, community, being around these ladies, them lifting each us up, like having each other make us laugh. Mm -hmm. We all have at this point lost somebody close to us. Like we were all losing people back to back and us holding each other up is what got us through. Mm -hmm.
1: How have you been able to see the impact of your work? Not only just on like your fellow, um, fellow artists, but like on clients and people that um, are able to come and receive your service and not just like a service, but like receive love and receive care And then leave feeling different. Like, have you seen that effect on people?
2: I have because, honestly, a lot of women forget about themselves. And when you first get into it, it's like, what's a facial? And then they start realizing, like, no, no, no. (laughs) This is putting thoughts now into my head of what I want to do now with myself. Mm -hmm. Because I'm able to center and take a moment and breathe. And we don't necessarily give ourselves permission to breathe. And even, like, um, doing nails and feet, we get... We get so into the habit of thinking it's just to make us pretty. And we don't actually realize that it's self-care. Mm-hmm. So we're, uh, self-care isn't naturally taught a lot in our homes. We're right. always taught that we're to put ourselves last. Right. And for the first time you start realizing if you don't put yourself first, you're going to crash. Right. You'll be empty. yeah, Yeah. So it was like, you're trying to teach that selfishness is okay. Because it's going against everything you've ever been taught. mm but, like, hearing people come to me and say, man, it's crazy that somebody can be that open. I thought I was the only one who had a crazy life. Mm-hmm. Like, no, sometimes you have bad days. It's okay to say, you know what, I'm not feeling people today. Yeah. Because we've gotten so caught up in being, like, a persona of what everybody else wants us to be instead of who we truly are. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I, my clients, they tend to get a safe space to be exactly who they want to be.
1: Yeah. Wow. Uh, I'm just thinking about the impact of being able to connect people back to like their, their true self of like, no, this is you when you're well, this is now you can like go out and, and continue like being a force in the community and doing all the things you're doing. But like first, yeah, that, that selfish act like really actually isn't selfish because then you can keep giving.
2: Yes. And Again, like even for myself, that was really hard for me to understand. So I could understand I'm not teaching them something that I don't know myself. Mm-hmm. So like for me, most people say, well, why did you pick Christianity? And the truth is for me is because God never asked anything for me that he didn't do himself. Mm-hmm. So when I go out here, I can't teach people something that I have never been through. Because yeah. how do I truly connect or relate to them? Right. So that they understand that the things that they're going through, Shouldn't be normal, but there is other people out here that's going through it. Yeah. Or even um, people who just need to connect to somebody else. Like, if I know somebody that does something that you do, definitely going to put you two together. Because mm-hmm. it's uh, it's like, well, why are we not knowing each other? Yeah,
1: build community. Yeah, yeah, it's because
2: your brand elevates and grows when you meet the right community. Yeah, Like, I, for the first time in my life, I feel like real support. So I want other people to feel this feeling that, that it's, it's able to happen. Mm-hmm.
1: Wow. Look what happens when we have the space to do that, though. Like, that's yes. just so cool. I think that's so cool. Um, let's see. I, I'm curious about your own self-care practices. You talked about, like, loving art and being creative and stuff. Like, do you find yourself still getting to pour into, like, your interest in design? Or how, how do you take care of yourself? Like, what are your
2: practices? Yeah, so, like me, like I said, meditation, stupid big in my mm-hmm. life. Got to have meditation time. And then um, creating. I love the fact that my job allows me to continue to create because most people are like, well, showing you're at the point. Are you going to ever come from behind a chair? Never. <laughs> <laughs> like, I literally get to come in, maybe having a bad day and create yeah. a whole masterpiece on somebody's yeah. face. Like, why would I not want to do this again and again and again? Yeah. It's, or the little things when it comes to building a business is just a different form of creating. And thank God I have book sets because that has carried <laughs> me a long way. <laughs> my mama said he might not have gave me a lot of common sense, but he definitely <laughs> gave me a lot of books. So the book uh-huh. sets part has definitely carried me the rest of the way because it's again for me a different way of creating. And when my mind stays active, mm-hmm. that really is self care for me because when I get. To a point where I'm just not doing absolutely anything. That's a very depressing state for me. Yeah, I have to create. I have to live. I have to feel alive. I have to feel like. I mean, yes, I I have that time where I just let myself be. Mm -hmm. But even then, being in this world and in this industry, I'm allowed to create anywhere I want to. Yeah. I can go outside. Like that's part of what I do. I can travel. That's part of what I do. I found something that gave me the space to do whatever I want to.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you said you can create wherever you want to. Like, where where are some of the places that you've been
2: able to bring yourself with the skills that you have? So I have been – I travel a lot to Georgia. Uh Uh-huh. I'm a very outdoorsy person. Uh Uh-huh. So, like, getting to do my shoots that I've done in nature and things – Yes. Those have been awesome because mm-hmm. I love water. I love rocks. I love trees. yeah, I love just being outdoors. So, like, getting to, like, shoot with the elements and connect with the world has mm-hmm. been great. Um, I've been recently, haven't been there yet, but I'm going. Uh, <laughs> I've been studying makeup with the school through, uh England, called Pinguise okay. Academy, so okay. that I can receive my credentials to be a certified makeup artist in Europe.
1: Wow. Ooh, that opens up a whole new world of possibilities. Yes. Fun. <laughs> this cool. so fun. That's cool. So that's in the future.
2: Uh, yes, because you got to keep growing and glowing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I want to, like... This industry is so big and it's crazy because when I first started, everybody was like, "Find a real job," and I was like, "Y'all do know this is a billion dollar industry, right?" right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like, "Let me show you what this can do."
1: <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, can you talk about? It seems like um, you have a really strong community of family and friends. How has their support kind of like prodded you forward, or how, how have you felt um, people coming around you to like? encourage you and keep you going
2: yeah especially like when um my brother passed away Mm -hmm. I had so many people that let me know like just how much of a need I am not even just my business but me right and how important it was for them to see me win and I didn't necessarily know that beforehand I didn't know how much I mattered to other people. Like you know how much you matter to your kids because they need you to eat. Right, I mean. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> but like other people yeah. that really cared about me. And it's crazy because you you think, oh, it's just like a business thing. And it's like, no, it's not. They really mm-hmm. do love you. Yeah. And my friends, the way they've come around me, they've lifted me up or helped my business down. Cause there's been times where I had to leave. Um, because Right after my brother passed away, my grandma passed away mm. uh, She uh, from cancer. And so I had to leave for a while to go take care of her, and then I had to leave again for her service. And every time I had to leave, those ladies that was at the shop said, okay, Sean, it's okay. We're going to take care of every client you got. Wow. And that's hard for a business owner to have to shut down your business because you're thinking in your mind, what do you do mm-hmm. during that time? And to have somebody else say, look, Sean, I'm hold it down. I'm going to do it, and you don't have to do anything for me. I'm just thankful to be in your life. Wow. And, yeah, we don't get that a lot.
1: That's a, that's a good group of folks you got around you. <laughs> oh, <On> me. <laughs> oh, uh, Well, how can uh, the Knoxville community support you and um, just come around you? Like, wh- where do we find you online? Like, how can we bring you business? What can we do to help?
2: Well, Everyone books me at yoursprofessional.com. Okay. You can find me online. um, My Instagram and my Facebook, business Facebook is yours underscore professional. Okay. Um, And I'm always on, like, my personal page. It's like a mix between personal and business because my business is such my personality that Uh it doesn't matter what you You can't separate the two. No, not at all. (laughs) So my Facebook name is Krishana Michelle. Okay. So... I'm always like really active on there. I'm always at the shop. We're located at 2904 A Taswell Pike. Okay. In the Fountain City Business Park. So for my clients that need to just come in, buy products, things like that, we're always open. Amazing.
1: And your products are for sale online and in your shop, right? Yes. Okay.
2: So yeah, um anything you can find pretty much in our store, you can find online. Even the Harrison Natural products that I sell in store, uh-huh. you can find them on our website too.
1: Okay. And that's yours professional, U-R-Z? U-R-Z. Professional.com. Amazing. Thanks so much for talking with me. I had an awesome time listening to your story.
2: Thank you. I had an awesome time talking to you. Thanks.
0: Thanks for listening to the Big Ideas Welcome Podcast. This show is produced and edited by Anthony Palmer and is part of the Palm Tree Podco Network of Podcasts. Big Ideas Welcome is hosted by Chris McAdoo and brought to you by the Knoxville Entrepreneur Center, a nonprofit business accelerator located in the heart of downtown Knoxville, Tennessee. You can learn more at KnoxCC.com and submit your own big ideas and entrepreneurial adventures at MadeForKnoxville.com.